My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and we're going to get right to it today. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Thoughts, questions, feedback, adoration, and praise always accepted there. Really like for you to join our online community, which we are growing. Um, We're doing more things there. We'll be doing more and more things there as time goes by. You can do that by going to community.ToddHuffShow.com. It's free to start an account. And... um, you know, to start seeing some of the things that's going on there, build a network with other conservatives, other listeners of this program, comment on things that we post there, which again, we're going to do more and more and build that out as time goes by. Community.toddhuffshow.com. It's free, it's easy, and I would love to see you there. But let's start today. Actually, I want to start before we talk about what we're going to talk about. I decided this as I was doing show prep, um, I feel like this this discussion that we're going to have today about abortion, Roe versus Wade, all of this stuff, there's about 9 million trajectories that this could go. I actually, on our show notes, I have laid out a lot more 
that I normally do. Normally, I just post some articles, maybe a couple things here and there that I just want to touch on. Um, I think this was this is big enough. This court's uh, decision, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, that they overruled. Well, the decision that they made overruled both the Roe versus Wade, Casey versus Planned Parenthood cases. This is something we're going to be doing for the next couple of days. I would think two to three at least, because there is so much here, so much to unpack, so much. What I really want to do is help. Look, just for a moment, put yourself in my shoes. We have listeners that are listening with a wide variety of experiences. Uh, you know, some folks have been following this for years, decades. Some folks have not been following it that long. And I want you to know, I don't. It makes no difference to me where you come in. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to speak to people who are at vari- a variety of places because that's where that's where you are. So I thought the most helpful thing to do would be to kind of systematically unpack this and look at a couple of different th- – there's a lot here. I mean a whole lot. Because ultimately what I want to give to you – I know that, that you think about these things, obviously. You have your own thoughts. I think we'll probably touch on some – maybe many of those. Hopefully we'll add some things that you um, haven't thought about or considered or maybe put it in a way that's helpful to you because the way I think about this is you're going to encounter people. You're going to encounter people who know about this. Well, they think they know about this and they have strong opinions on this. And so I want to give you as much information and as much from my experiences and, and, you know, the way I think about this to hopefully supplement um, what you are already, you know, the way you already talk about it or present it. And I walk, that's why I welcome two off the top for you to share with me your thoughts and opinions because I learn, I learn things from you guys as well. So, um, but I'd like to give a very comprehensive overview of this and I think it's just going to take time. That's really what I want to say. By the way, before I do that, on Friday, um, I don't know if you saw this, but I think Biden had a press conference. I think it, the press conference was Thursday. Did you see the press the press conference where he was holding up a card that said, I, it, I didn't see this before the show, or I absolutely would have talked about this because this is a perfect Friday topic, um, you know, whatever, thing to talk about on Friday. Biden has a card that someone his, on his, his team has put together. And when I say card, I mean, I don't know, what's it, an index size card or a sheet of cardboard paper? Maybe they give him the uh, the little kid scissors that are protected on, you know, no points. They're rounded off and have the plastic protectors. Maybe he's cut this out. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm just playing a little bit. But this is how they, I say those things because this is how, that's, of course, hyperbolic exaggeration and so forth to hit home the point that this president is handled. He has handlers like like a kindergartner. And that's that's hyperbolic to say he's he's a kindergartner. But I'm saying like a kindergartner has a teacher or people in the classroom um, to, you know, not let the kindergartner go too far you know, off on his own. It's kind of what we got here. And so he has this. He has this card that says 
say your name, you know, introduce, stand up and say your name, introduce this person. I'm, I'm going from memory what this thing says, but it's basically like a step-by-step, you know, this is what happens next. Stand up, sit down, do the hokey pokey, turn around, whatever. This is kind of what is going on. And for those who act like that this is totally normal, um, that is clearly not. It's clearly not. Um, in fact, I was. you may find that the, uh, well, more on that maybe in the days to come. Anyway, so I just wanted to comment on that, make sure you saw it. It's the opposite of what Trump had. You know, people were calling for the, Trump's administration, Trump's PR people to give him some sort of guidelines, get Twitter away from him, right? Go send Trump out there with nuts. I'm not saying I think this, but this is what this is what the the geniuses, right? The wizards of smart, as Rush would call them, what were out there saying a couple of years ago. Get get a handle on Trump. This is the totally totally the opposite scenario we have with Biden. We don't need Biden doesn't know what's going on. Biden, you know, they they're embarrassed by Biden. Remember, Biden was introduced, was framed as the president that was going to make the world respect us again. He's stumbling upstairs. He's falling off of bicycles that are where he's standing, standing on bikes. Can't even stand over a bike. I mean, and we're supposed to believe that this is how you win this respect of the world again. Whatever. I just wanted to make sure you saw that. I find this highly entertaining that this is literally, I mean, there's documented picture and video evidence of this of the president of the United States having to be told, stand up, sit down, say your name, then then leave or whatever. Answer two questions. Probably answer, call on this person. I'm waiting for the one that's got a picture. I think, wasn't there something like that? Pictures or at least names of journalists that he was supposed to call on? Anyway, what a mess we've got on our hands. But let's talk here. Today, next couple of days, Roe versus Wade, Casey versus Planned Parenthood, and this all uh, comes as a result of the Supreme Court's ruling in the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization case. They ruled on Friday. They re- well, they released their ruling on Friday. We've been talking about this. This was the case, of course, as you all know, that was leaked. Suddenly no one cares about that. Um, it was done for a purpose. They did not achieve their, their intention um, unless, well... Part of their objective was just to rally and to fire up the base and to get the godless radical left fired up, which they did that. But they did not, at the end of the day, they were unable to persuade under pressure, under threat, under intimidation, any of the Supreme Court justices from swaying, uh, from changing their opinion. That included Thomas, that included Alito, that included... Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, and perhaps most shockingly, Chief Justice John Roberts. And I say most shockingly because he's actually one that, in some manner of speaking, fell into this trap before. It was a different scenario. It was um, it wasn't the same level of intensity. There wasn't a leak of the the case, but there was pressure. There was pressure that we couldn't see. There were conversations, and he changed his mind on the uh, Obamacare ruling. Anyway, so it didn't happen. The court ruled 6-3, to 6-3, to three, 
Say that again, six to three. The original Roe versus Wade decision, you the way that the media talks about it, you would think that it was seven to zero, but that's obviously not the case. It was a seven to two decision that Roe versus Wade was decided back in 1973. 49 years ago. 49 years ago. Casey versus Planned Parenthood was decided in 92, but this Dobbs case was um six to three. And those six that I mentioned voted effectively ruled to overturn the Roe case and the Casey case. Now, I want to say this off the top. I already mentioned that I think we're going to be discussing this for at least, I think at least three days. Now, I pause to say it depends on what else happens in the news. And there's other important things going on. I mean, this, this is the challenge of today. But I think this is important enough um, to, to spend some time doing. And plus, there is a lot of stuff to get into. A lot of tangents a lot of directions, and we're going we're gonna to get into some different things that I think are relevant in the civil, well, sometimes uncivil, discourse of the day. So, I want to say this, in a nation where we often find ourselves being deceived by the professionals, deceit, professional deceivers in the media, we're deceived by them, we're gaslit by them, we're played by both the media and by governments of all shapes and sizes, be it local, state, and federal, I have to say the Supreme Court came through on this issue and they absolutely did the right thing. Absolutely, unequivocally, 100% did the right thing. Now, I know some of you are tuned in this morning and you are today whenever you're listening. I know... I know that some of you are very upset by this, and I'm going to go through this and fairly explain why what I just said is true, and that is true regardless of your opinion on abortion. Every person who loves the Constitution, every person that believes that this nation needs to operate, the government needs to operate within the confines of the Constitution should applaud this decision. Yes, I said that. I mean that. I don't see Look, I try to be understanding just to under to be able to articulate what um how to respond to other people's opinions, but I think that this is as clear as the noonday sun. What the Supreme Court did in Roe versus Wade in 1973 was absolutely not the job of the Supreme Court. They made up a bunch of stuff out of whole cloth. They just they became legislators. And this, by the way, is one of the major problems that we have with the Supreme Court. So kudos to the court for doing the right thing here. And if you love the Constitution, even if you disagree with me on abortion, fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to be persuaded. But even if you disagree with me on abortion, I do believe you should say that the court did the right thing here. 100% I believe this. Um, and I think that we need to take a moment, take a moment as people who love the Constitution, who believe in the, the way that the framers founded this nation, the separation of powers, I think we should take a moment and just enjoy that reality because it is so, so rare. It is so rare. The Supreme Court did the right thing. 
And I think we should all take hope in that. I do. I think we should take hope in that. The left is out there making this about a bunch of things it's not about. It's being misrepresented. The Supreme Court justices are being mischaracterized. They're being People are being told that this is forcing religion on people, blah, blah, blah. It's not, it is 100% false. And if you believe that, if you are uh, subject to following along with that narrative or being, I don't know, persuaded by that, listen to this program for the next couple of days. I don't know if I can get to all this today. Actually, I'm certain I cannot, but I'm going to be fair. I'm telling you up front what I believe, which by the way, people like Don Lemon won't do that. When tough guy Chris Cuomo had a, job at CNN, he wouldn't do that. Most of these so-called media figures act like they're unbiased when really they are manipulative and deceptive. I am not. I am telling you what I believe. I'm trying to, I am trying to persuade towards a perspective that I think is true and accurate, but I'm also going to give an accurate and fair analysis and description of this. You're not going to find that in most places. You're just not. It's because people especially on the left, it is, it is, uh, we are in such a, such a diametrically opposed, just, I mean, we're on, this is, this is a cold civil war that we've had for a long time, an ideological civil war, just a clash of cultures and ideas, and it's been that way for a while, it's going to be that way for a while, and I don't mean that in some violent way, although there's examples of violence, of course, popping up. And, of course, by the way, you want to talk about an insurrection that I see in the state of Arizona? I read, I read over the weekend, I haven't read it today, but I read over the weekend that people took legislators hostage. That's what I read over the weekend. They got further down the line of insurrection than the January 6th so-called insurrectionist ever did. So I'm waiting on Adam Kinzinger to chime in and talk about how close the state of Arizona was to crumbling to the, due to the insurrection by the pro-abortion crowd. Liz Cheney to chime in. The others on that make-believe fantasy J6 commission. But anyway, that's a side story in and of itself. We may touch on it later on, but I want to get to the nuts and bolts of this. So we're going to do that when we get back. Whatever your belief on abortion, I'm going to try. I am going to try to be fair. I'm going to try to give you information. I'm going to try to explain. And yes, I'm going to try to persuade, but you're going to clearly understand when I'm, when I'm doing each. Because I think it's important that all Americans understand what's going on here. Because the, the, <laughs> the true health of our republic, not our democracy, the true health of our republic depends upon our ability to understand that what the court did here was absolutely right. So quick timeout is in order, my friends. Sit tight. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. 
Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back, my friends. Okay, let's kind of go through how we got here, first of all. So first of all, there was a the, the Roe versus Wade decision. Let's just back up in the time and and quickly go through this and and establish how we got here. How we got here with the case prior to even Friday's ruling. Let's just establish how how we got here. Now this is not meant to be an extensive history. I am not an attorney. I am trying to communicate basic concepts and principles here that matter tremendously. Okay, so in 1970, Norma McCorvey, she passed away, by the way, 2017. She she was Jane Roe. She had a fictitious name to protect her identity. She um, began a federal lawsuit against Henry Wade, the DA of Dallas County, of course, in Texas, and that's where this began. So this this started back in 1970. It went to the Supreme Court. The court heard the arguments. Um, the court issued its ruling January 22nd, 1973. I mentioned earlier in a 7-2 ruling that the Supreme Court said that uh, the state regulation, she, Jane Roe, the plaintiff, was trying to get an abortion. She argued her lawsuit was that the state was too restrictive on the regulation of abortion. And so this went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court agreed with her. Supreme Court agreed with her seven to three. Now, what did they effectively rule? Oh, boy. This is where it gets convoluted. This is where it gets really, really convoluted. And this is the entire problem. So the Supreme Court who throughout history has not been able to find the Second Amendment, if you gave them, if you spotted them the first and the third, if you highlighted it, if you gave them, you know, a flashlight um, that was uh, acting as a spotlight on the Second Amendment, they can't find the right of the people, which it clearly says the people, to keep and bear arms. They can't see that. They can't find it, they're confused, but yet they somehow found the right to an abortion 
in the 14th Amendment. Now, let's again, I'm trying to summarize this quickly and easily without getting into the weeds too much. The 14th Amendment was not an original, which it doesn't matter. I'm just explaining for the case or for the sake of, of understanding. The 14th Amendment was not in the original Bill of Rights. It doesn't make, make it less of an amendment or anything. I'm just saying this was something that was added, added later. It was specifically added after the Civil War. This matters, right? This matters. I'm looking here at a Tulane Law School website, History of the 14th Amendment. I'm just going to read one or two sentences here. It says this. So this is this is the reason. Well, I'm going to read this. The Civil War ended May 9th, 1865. Just more than three years later, on July 9th, 1868, the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was passed. This amendment and the 13th and 15th Amendments were part of the Reconstruction Era of the United States, which focused on civil rights and rebuilding the war-torn nation. The 14th Amendment states that every person born or naturalized in America is a citizen of the country as well as the state of their residence. Now, keep in mind what was happening here, right? So... America had just come out of this grueling and bloody, divisive, terrible civil war, this conflict. Not only that, they had just had the assassination of the president who led them through that and who saved the Union. So the United States had gone through a lot. They put together the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments as part of the Reconstruction Era. This was in post-Civil War America trying to get back on track in the wake of the bloody, divisive, awful civil war. And here's the important part. Again, I'm reading from this Tulane University Law School website. Some southern states began actively passing laws that restricted the rights of former slaves after the civil war, and Congress responded with the 14th Amendment, designed to place limits on states' power as well as protect civil rights. So Congress was saying, look, we're not going to head down this path again, right? We, the Civil War, there, there were a lot of things that, or several things, let's say, that, that fed into the Civil War. But obviously, this issue of slavery was a huge, huge component and problem. And so we come through there, and now after the Civil War, in the wake of the Civil War, some of these southern states are heading in the direction of, again, doing things, violating the civil rights of former slaves and beginning to move towards a direction that was similar to, in some respects, um, not saying identical, but similar to heading in that same direction of how things were prior to the Civil War. And so they came up with the 14th Amendment. And the 14th Amendment is is a long amendment. I'm not going to read the entire thing. But the part that's relevant here, now the reason I'm going through this is because the Supreme Court used the 14th Amendment to establish the right to privacy. Now, if you're like me, I I would tell you the the true right to privacy, in my opinion, and the way I think about things, is in the 4th Amendment. Right, the the Fourth Amendment protects um, us from unlawful searches and seizures. Right, it's the it's the amendment that requires a government to have probable cause or to have a, a warrant to be able to. They just can't like pop in and start going through our stuff. Um, but this 
portion of the 14th Amendment the Supreme Court is using to say that there's other privacies that include the privacy to have one's own abortion. So I want to read this to you. This is the part. This is the part of the amendment that they used to say that abortion is a constitutional right. So it says this, No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor does deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. So as this, are, I'm referencing an NBC News article now, NBC Chicago, all this stuff's in my show notes if you want to read it. But it says this, the Supreme Court ultimately used that to endorse other rights and prevent states from implementing laws that restrict those not directly stated in the Constitution, including the right to privacy. Now, on some level, I would say, okay, I mean, there's a Tenth Amendment, right? The Tenth Amendment to me (laughs) is the amendment that says anything, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but, but basically anything that's not laid out in this constitution is reserved to the states and to the people. Meaning meaning if the constitution that you're reading doesn't say the federal government can do this, it's not the federal government's job. It's not the people retain those freedoms. The states reserve the rights to manage that, not the federal government. And so it's just bizarre to me that you would take that, this part of the 14th Amendment, and then on top of that, right? So Really what they're saying here is that nor, dep- nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process. Th- th- they're, they're construing this idea that says you have a, basically, they, they call it a right to privacy. But if you shouldn't know that a person's pregnant, I guess the argument here is that they should be able to terminate the pregnancy. The problem is, the problem is that if someone if someone is paying you you can outlaw a behavior or a, i guess an action that's not known about before it takes place i mean this is not you could take this to the extreme on any particular issue right i mean if you applied this to guns for example i mean this is the opposite of a red a red flag law right i mean this this says i mean just because I, th- I mean, can you imagine if a red flag law was apri- applied to pregnancy? I'm not, please don't misunderstand. I'm not arguing that it should. I'm simply for the sake of comparing and contrasting. If someone's pregnant and they've said in the past they didn't think that they could have an abortion, a red flag law would be akin to saying that some person would have to be checked into a mental health care facility uh, because they might, they might try to have a Illegal, abor- uh, illegal abortion, for example. That's, well, no one's even arguing that. But that's what's being argued here. This is what's being argued here um, to, to say, in a sense, that people, people have a right to basically terminate an unborn uh, human being if no one should know that they're pregnant. And on top of all this... On top of all this, they come up with the court did all this. The Congress didn't do this. The court sat down and said, hey, let's just make this up. Whatever you think about the 14th Amendment, okay. But to say that the court, with no input from Congress, you talk about, don't be telling me you're in favor of democracy if you believe nine old white men 
right? That's what the court was at the time. Nine white men in the 1970s, 1973, should sit down, legislate what should happen to women's bodies. I mean, to use the narrative of the day. They come up with the first, second, third trimester uh, viability, all this sort of stuff. And what's, what's happened since then is technology's improved. The, the problem is we know that children are now viable at an earlier age. I say problem, but for the abortionists, the problem is viability's changed. This is completely arbitrary, and it is not the way that laws are supposed to be written. It's simply not. The court was well outside their authority, 100% outside their authority. These these concepts, the court just put them together and said, here you go. Here's the law of the land. This is not how it's supposed to be. And it's for this reason alone. I don't and this is why this this is why Coney Barrett and Clarence Thomas and all these folks, uh, Alito, even Roberts, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, they're right. It doesn't matter what the precedent of the court is on a particular case. What matters is if the precedent is makes sense, and if a case comes up as the case came up here for them to reevaluate, then they should be able to say, hey, this is this is no this is not this wasn't decided properly. The case the court clearly there's no debating this. The court just made up a ruling and they legislated from the bench. This is to be used for what the court should not do. A hundred percent. The court should not make this stuff up. The court should interpret the law. Not, I mean, trimesters, viability, all this stuff they came up with. A bunch of men, white men, in black robes, legislating what women could do with their bodies. That was the foundation of Roe versus wait i've got to take a time out long in this segment i know there's gonna be a lot of this over the next few days as we try to parse this and go through this but sit tight my friends back here in just a minute my friends i've struggled with insomnia for years one thing i've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep that's why my family and i are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. 
A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. back my friends by the way for those of you who would like to watch the documentary 2000 mules if you're interested in that watching actually with us in our online community um, there's a small there'll be a small ticket fee i gotta pay the uh what is it licensing fee but you can text the word mules m-u-l-e-s mules for 2000 mules to 317 uh, 210, forgot that for a second, 317-210-2830, 317-210-2830. Just text the word mules and we'll uh, get you more information on that as we put it together. That's something that uh, we're going to be working on this week. So, long last segment, we went through and talked about the erroneous place that the Roe versus Wade got us to to begin with. And it highlighted the issue of judicial activism. Folks, this, this is the real difference. I don't like saying conservative and liberal justices because, candidly, my friends, someone's political preferences should not matter. Now, I know that that, and some of you say, come on, Todd, that is, the realities are that these things matter. I know they practically matter. But if we had justices that simply did their law and did what Kavanaugh said, which is, hey, you know what? Sometimes if I do my job as a, as a justice, I'm going to make decisions that I personally disagree with, but it's what the law says or it's what, you know, any number, it's, it's, it's how it should be decided based upon the evidence and precedent and all this stuff. That is a major problem that's been exposed by the Roe versus Wade case. And so... Another thing that the Roe versus Wade case exposed, it's I guess it's a, I guess if judicial activism is one A, the role of government is one B. You've got the executive branch, the legislative branch. The, of course, the executive's the president, the legislative's Congress, our bicameral Congress, which includes the House of Representatives and the Senate, and then you've got the judicial branch, which at the head of that's that's the courts, but at the top court, the highest court in the land is the Supreme Court. And the executive, well, the legislative branch is supposed to create the law. The executive branch is supposed to enforce the law. And the judicial branch is supposed to interpret the law. This is how our democracy, dare I say, it's actually a republic, but to use the phrases of the day, this is how the system is supposed to work. So if you want to talk about undermining our democracy, one would say having nine White men, of course, I throw in race only because they do, but nine white men telling women what to do with their bodies at certain trimesters. If you want to know when that happened in the history of the United States, it was in the Roe versus Wade decision from 1973. All the decision that happened this past, well, Friday, all that decision did was say it's not going to be that way anymore. It's up to the states. States can decide. There's not a secret right to abortion in the 14th Amendment. 
you can read the whole 14th Amendment. I'm not. There's, I think there's five, uh, five sections of the 14th Amendment. Not going to go through that. I gave you the history on it. It's about post-Civil War. I mean, you know, post-Civil War America, Reconstruction time, trying to make sure people didn't have different laws for former slaves and black Americans than they had for white Americans, and that's a good thing. But now that's being said, that's being contorted here to say that hidden in there is the right to remain private so that no one knows you're pregnant, and ergo, you can kill your unborn child. That is a major leap and not what anything says. There's no law, and it's clearly not what the Constitution says, and it's not the job of the judicial branch, even if it did say that, to come up with these things like viability and trimesters and so forth. So, just scratching the surface on this. This is going to take days. If you can't listen to the program every day, um, whether you're listening on radio, Red State Talk Radio, maybe download the podcast or go to our podcast page to listen because we're going to be going through this the next few days. There's lots and lots of stuff to get to. So I'm going to stop there and going to begin the process of kind of talking about the next phase of this problem, the reason we found ourselves in this problem and why there's so much angst and anger on the side of the radical left. And it includes what happened back in 2016. So quick time out, my friends, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Welcome back, my friends. I'm just going to have time here to kind of wet the whistle for tomorrow. And that is to kind of set up the next phase. So we went through Roe versus Wade. We went through why it was a bad decision. It's not the job of the courts at all. No matter what your opinion, per- we haven't even gotten to personal discussions of Roe versus Wade, or, or I'm sorry, of, of abortion yet. Opinions. All we're talking about is what the Constitution says, specifically the 14th Amendment, what the 14th Amendment, the reason it was put there, and the Roe versus Wade criteria for a decision, and how they applied the 14th, or tried to apply the 14th Amendment, and legislated from the bench. That's what we've discussed today. So that's the first problem. So when people talk about precedent, you have to ask yourself, does that sound like good precedent? Does does that not sound like a recipe that says whatever nine people think who are on the court at any given time, they can say whatever they want. 
That is awful. That is the worst precedent for the court. No matter what the particular decision is, that is the worst thing for the court. This is what a legislature is for. And this, my friends, is a bigger threat to our republic, or dare I say democracy, than people who are rioting and storming the Capitol. Terrible if they if people have committed crimes and need to be put in jail or process, I mean prosecuted, go through that process. But much more of a risk to our democracy to have the court compromised than to have people rioting, people even storming the Capitol. There was no risk of our system of government collapsing that day. Anyway, the next thing we're going to talk about, and I don't have time today, but tomorrow we're going to get into this, is what happened in 2016. Republican-led Senate, the passing of Antonin Scalia, right? The nomination of Merrick Garland, Mitch McConnell standing firm and not hearing, having any hearings at all about this. And then, of course, Trump wins, nominates, uh, who do you nominate first? Neil Gorsuch to fill that seat. This adds to the anger, the fuel. But remember, the left is fine using the court as a, well, using judicial activism when they're in charge. But they're not in favor of the law being interpreted when conservatives are in charge. Quick time out, my friends. Back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable my pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. <laughs> friends all the time that we have today again we're going to go through this supreme court decision i mean there's a whole lot a whole lot i said three days it may take it may take the majority of the week and i think that that's okay i think this is important I'm, i mean we're going to pay attention to the news obviously there's stuff to talk about but i think this is critically important to understand what happened in the supreme court on friday or that decision that was released let's say it that way that was something that conservatives, lovers of the Constitution, no matter what your opinion of abortion specifically, we haven't even touched on that yet. This is a win for people who care about the rule of law, the Constitution, the rights, the role of government, and all of that. Very important. I've got to go, folks. Thank you so much for listening. See you tomorrow. SDG. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. 
Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD.